Welcome to the second season of the Dubai Jam Podcasts. Before we begin with this teaser episode, let's take a trip down the memory lane. Last academic year, we managed to get onto the top 25 best educational podcast list on the Apple charts. We'd like to thank you for your support and we hope you enjoyed our last season. This year, we hope to do even better. From bringing in accomplished guest speakers to getting into the topics you want to hear about to a new shorter episode format, season 2 is about to be bigger and bolder. We've expanded from a team of 12 to a team of 31 this year and we can't wait for you to join us along on this ride. Taking on the challenges of the pandemic in stride, our episodes this year will be conducted over Zoom. I'd like to extend a special thank you to the editing department for making the audio you're listening of top-notch quality. This is the Dubai Jam podcast. All right, let's start with this episode. We are your hosts, co-founder Ria and head of editing nandish and we've got two exciting segments for this first episode right now we're on zoom with rida and zainmar of year 13 who are heading the pulse and me to we initiatives in school this year hi welcome to the podcast hi guys could you both please introduce yourselves hi i'm rida from year 13 and co-founder of pulse alongside zano hi guys thanks for having us i'm zanab from year 13 For all of the people who are hearing about Me to We and Pulse for the first time, can you expand on it and tell us what exactly it is? Sure. Um, the Me to We is an integral part of the Pulse initiative. It's a it's a very unique high school program that challenges young people to identify certain causes that spark their passion, and it empowers them to t- take action um, to change the world. and includes topics that are extremely crucial to mental and social well-being fitness education rights to name a few at dubai gem this year we have chosen three aspects that we'd like to delve deeper into which include digital citizenship um which where we'll be talking about cyberbullying social and emotional learning and eventually giving our students a platform to advocate for change The next aspect would be mental well-being where we speak about certain topics that are not that widely spoken about such as stress triggers, academic stress and even have a session on mindfulness. Finally, we're going to concentrate on the third segment which is we are the voice and it talks about certain privileges that we as students living in the UAE are fortunate to have. and it empowers us to take action and help those students in low economically developed countries who did, who are denied of certain basic rights like education and maybe even power classroom in Kenya hopefully i'm so excited to watch this initiative unfold as the academic year progresses and what pushed you to initiate me to we in school what's the aim here so as rida mentioned we're introducing three distinct initiatives in the school We feel like schools generally tend to only focus on education and preparing students for their future careers. While we believe this is extremely important, a student's mental health and practical skills they need to excel must also be catered towards. This is why we feel this initiative is extremely vital and necessary 
as it aims to help students develop in themselves skills that will help them not only now, but through any hurdles they face in the future. I feel like these areas aren't talked about enough, and I hope this starts a conversation. We're really excited to be sharing this program with all of you and hope you guys enjoy it. You mentioned that one of the main aspects of the Me2B program for this year is mental health and mental well-being. Um, I think mental well-being is something that has really gained traction in recent years and is especially important right now during the pandemic when we've been isolating and not in physical contact with our loved ones. I think it's great that mental well-being is being um, inculcated into the school program and being taught more widely. Exactly. And more people are realizing the importance of caring for your mind as well as for your body. Um, how important is it, do you think, that mental well-being is taught in school? Personally, I feel it's extremely crucial that mental well-being is nurtured at this young age. Um, further, because there are certain studies that even indicate that childhood experiences have a profound effect on adult life. Um, besides, I feel it's very important to create mental health awareness as it can strike at any age. And as everyone knows, mental health does not discriminate gender, ethnicity, race, etc. Secondly, I feel that sometimes um, there are, sometimes we tend to have a negative connotation with mental health. And I think the starting point would be to chip away the stigma associated with it. And I think the first thing to do is to, to teach students to embrace themselves so that there's no reluctance to seek mental intervention at any age or at any stage of their lives. That was really well said. And what skills do you hope students will gain from learning about mental well-being? So we believe that students need a system that they can rely on and a source of information to guide them through the process of dealing with any troubles. I know a lot of people would have found it extremely helpful if this was introduced at an earlier time. Our main aim is to help them recognize the problem they're experiencing, open up about it, and look for help. Eventually, they could also assist their peers with similar or other mental health issues. This will hopefully further help them find their inner peace and balance and hopefully eliminate the feeling of any academic pressure, anxiety, and stress. And especially given the context of COVID-19 pandemic, uh, I mean, there's never been a better time to learn about how to handle stress, uh, living individually, living in isolation. It's a really good talk. It's a really good thing I feel you guys are doing. Yeah, I think we need more mental support now than ever before. Um, you had also mentioned earlier that uh, the me to be program will focus on social and emotional learning. That's not a term we hear as often as mental well-being. Could you please educate us on what social and emotional learning is, how it's different from mental well-being and why it's so crucial in this day and age? Yeah, definitely. So social and emotional learning is a pretty broad term. It mainly involves a student's ability to manage how they feel and allows them to develop the skills necessary to effectively communicate with others. It relies on compassion and empathy to help students understand the need of others and how to go about building strong relationships, making good decisions. All in all, I think the um, entire point of this program is to develop lifelong skills regarding how to treat yourself and those around you. Why is it that you think now would be a good time that we as students learn this? And um, how do you think 
learning about social and emotional development would help someone? Um, I think we're very fortunate to live in a country that is voted one of the happiest countries in the Middle East and even has a minister of happiness that takes care of the well-being of its residents. And social and emotional development makes us confident adults who are ready to take on challenges, um, comfortable in their skin, to say so. Um, every human has to learn I believe that every human has to learn to respect themselves first and they need to be heard, they need to be understood, which in turn will develop their personalities. Um, it helps them make them value other relationships. And in the future, um, it could probably even influence their employer-employee connect. And most importantly, the ability to face different situations at a young age where they're subject to um, disparaging remarks or little worth can be very intimidating. So ensuring good social and well-being skills at a young age gives the individuals or the students at our school the preparedness they need to work and deal with the real world in the 21st century. And I hope that we're able to achieve this aim and this initiative with PULSE, Personal and Universal Life Skills Education. All right. Um, those are all the questions that we had for both of you. Thank you so much for taking up the time and joining us for this first episode. We're rooting for you guys and looking forward to see all the good work you have to do for me to wait. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And um, would you like to let our listeners know where they can find you on social media, you know, like a casual plug or something? Sure. So we have an Instagram page and a Twitter page at Dubai Jam Pulse. So be sure to check it out and follow. And you could always shoot us any queries you have or anything you'd like to see implemented at Dubai Jam or any initiative that you'd like to take as a part of Pulse. And um, thanks, thank you guys once again for having us. Now we're moving on to the second segment of this episode, where we'll be discussing the new normal with Brennan and Tarasha from Year 12. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Hi guys, thanks for having us on. So as I understand, both of you come to school and partake in blended learning. Could you briefly explain what blended and distance learning is for those who don't know? So basically, our school follows a blended learning system where we spend two days on campus as we spend the rest of the days, be it the three days at home, partaking in online learning. And for those who um, opt for distance learning, it's basically a module for students who prefer to continue their education from the safety of their home due to the um, ongoing world crisis. Although strenuous efforts are being put in from all directions, it's bound to have a different but wholesome experience altogether. What's come across as a surprise to you uh, about this new educational model? Um, Tarasha, what's it? Um, I feel like everyone is putting in efforts from all directions and I really expected myself to um, maybe doze off during classes because it's, it's not, um, you're not under the hawk's eye of the teacher if i might say that so um since you're at home you're you could be in your pajamas you could just wake up and come to class straight away you might not be as focused but um i find myself pretty attentive during zoom sessions and i feel like a lot of the other students could say the same as per me in all honesty i'm just really surprised of how well the school's done to overtake uh, to sorry to say be ahead of what other institutes or what other malls or even 
different public places are doing in order to tackle the virus. I believe like I'm, in my opinion, I feel pretty safe. As per like where I'm in a mall, I don't really feel as safe as I am in like school right now. So I'm just surprised of how well the school's doing to like make sure that safety is basically the main priority. I think I can completely agree with that. Yeah, me too. Especially um, when you talk about teachers, they've been trying so hard to make our Zoom sessions a lot more interactive and the transition from studying in class to online a lot more easier for us. Um, But the other day I was on Twitter and I was just scrolling through and I saw these bunch of tweets where people were talking about how students are being assigned more work via distance learning. And because now we have Google Classroom, you can't slack off and say you've done work because you have to submit it on time. So what do you think about students being overburdened with work via distance learning and having more assignments to do um, online than in school? Do you agree with that or do you have any other take on it? Why don't we start with you, Brennan? Um, It's a pretty controversial topic as far as teachers are concerned, but obviously I do believe that ever since the pandemic started in around, say, March, uh, we have been like getting way more homework as we're usually used to in school. I mean, I believe that the teachers like want to give us more work just so we get a better practice as we aren't in school. But I mean, in all honesty, it is a lot to take in and balance like other parts of your life as well. So as for me, I feel like teachers are just trying to make this experience more wholesome for us. Um, Giving more work is probably just to make us stronger. But yeah, I feel like the traditional teenage side of me would be like, yeah, I'm trying to get my life together at this point. I'm trying to figure out all of my other subjects. So like, I mean, a lot of teachers keep telling us that, you know, we've got other papers to correct and we've got other books to mark and all of that but yeah we've got other subjects to do as well so all in all I think that part of me is just like yeah it is way too much effort to put in but if you look from the teacher's point of view I feel like they're doing an amazing job. Those are some bold words Tarasha but uh, wise ones and um, I'm sure all of us agree with that. Um, Now whether you've opted for blended or distance learning we've all been a bit isolated from our friends. Is there something you do regularly to stay on top of your social life? Or are you enjoying the time to yourself and to self-reflect? Like me personally, being an introvert, I'm I'm, I'm honestly finding no differences in my social life. And I'm honestly finding this more peaceful. What have you done to preserve your mental health during quarantine, Sarasha? Um, I think I can agree with you, Nandish. I feel like um, the introvert in in me was, um, I think, elated upon hearing the news of lockdown. And nothing changed throughout, although I did miss my friends a lot and I Zoomed with them. I had a lot more online activities with them, which we really never had before. So yeah, I think that part of me was really happy. Um, I think usually I make a lot of puns and bug my friends. That stayed the same, except I was just bugging my parents. Um, I also... I also started a small business, if if I might, like... I started uh, painting on face masks and I started like taking customized orders and selling them. So I think that was the productive part of me. All in all, it was, um, it was a pretty fun experience for me. For me, it was a pretty difficult like transition towards like life in lockdown. I feel like towards the start of the pandemic, like as I said before, like March, April, it was more of just Zooming with people, mainly to complete our homework, the long list of unending homework. There's also a lot of like Minecraft, just a lot of Minecraft. 
Like we'd spend Minecraft like for days, honestly. We'd be playing like the whole day. And then slowly, like I'm pretty sure everyone was scared, like at the very beginning. Like I didn't want to step out of my house, but then eventually as months passed on, I did get kicked out of my house to go exercise because I really just wasn't moving at all. And then gradually over time, I guess everyone was like a bit used to it and then decided to like go out a bit more. I'd start exercising more. I'd start going to the park or going to the going to play basketball. But then it's just like the main way I basically like kept myself up to date and just mentally awake is basically just a, a lot of distractions, trying out new courses, trying out new new things to do, like honestly just a bit more graphic designing, playing NBA a lot. Uh, but then eventually, I guess, as now cases are rising again, it'll, we'll probably become more cautious once again and stick to what basically happened in March again. Hopefully, it'll all go soon, but times are uncertain and I guess we're going to have to get used to it for a while. And Ria, how was your quarantine? It was a bit of, it was it was a mixed bag. I think I enjoyed the first part of it. Um, I'd like to see myself as an ambivert than a straight up extrovert or introvert. So a part of me was happy with the peace that we had in the beginning of the quarantine, especially after the insanely busy year that we had in year 12. But, you know, as quarantine went ahead, you realize you miss your friends and you run out of things to do at home and you start getting bored. So, I mean, I spent the quarantine just, you know, researching universities and building up on skills, reaching out to people talking to people who I hadn't talked to in a while because we had different subjects. So I think I enjoyed that part of it. Um, yeah. Also, Tarasha, congratulations for your business. That's honestly such a cool thing to do. Thank you. You guys are kind of making me ashamed of my quarantine. Like a typical quarantine day for me was waking up at like 1 p.m., um, doing a few house chores, uh, and watching, binging, hardcore binging for like a good six hours sometimes I'd watch anything like I've I've watched old episodes of Tarak Mehta Ka Ulta Chashma oh my god and then randomly getting onto the PS4 and having a good two to three hours of gaming with my friends and that was the only socializing I ever needed and um, the one thing that really impacted my quarantine and the one thing I really missed the one thing that couldn't fill my heart was shawarma man like because of the financial situation, my favorite shawarma spot closed down. And I'm, I just don't know. It's just left a hole in my heart. I mean, I just had a shawarma last week after like a long four or five months, honestly. Feels pretty great. Yeah, I mean, the sad part was I couldn't even have one last shawarma because they just closed so unexpectedly. And I'm, I'm just yearning to taste that shawarma again. Sounds like you have a bit of a crush on the shawarma. I'd do anything to get that shawarma again. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> when you first walked into school, this academic year, did you imagine it to be the way it currently is? Or were you expecting something different? I mean, I mean, last year, as we remembered it, we used to go for training and then we'd all walk together, like hand in hand, hugging each other as we meet in the morning. We're really not allowed to do that anymore. Walking through the quadrangle after training, we'd see like kids running around, running into each other, hitting each other throwing footballs on one another and like right now seeing that entire quadrangle just in isolation and like no one at all no kids running around just nobody stepping foot on the quadrangle it's honestly like completely different to what it was last year 
morning training walks were the best man. like morning training walks were yeah, the best yeah we've had we've had so much fun after training than during training what about you tarasha how has it been how's your first year in school been um yeah as you guys may or may not know this is my first year in the bijan and um honestly i feel like all schools are the same at some point so i could make out the difference i feel like there's a lot less social interaction which is obviously what they were aiming for but um i definitely feel like school is such a it's it's a group activity more than anything else and not being able to like um visit labs or like look at stuff for yourself like um the other day we had a bio class and we were supposed to be looking at an apparatus and our teacher was like oh i wish i could show you this apparatus and you know that just hit me like although it's not such a big statement i was like there's so many things that could have been done in school and that were being done but um the current situation just put a stop to that so yeah that was something that um, i definitely miss i also miss being um able to talk to my friends from the distance i want to but uh, i mean we have to be like 2 meters away from each other so that was something that i had to cope up with but apart from that yeah i think we're all adjusting at the end of the day we have to get used to it you have anything to say about our wonderful projectors the projectors certainly do help i feel um the teachers are able to project the same thing to the students as well, uh, the dl students as well as the students on campus so that just brings us together and no one's missing out really brandon at least half of them are working this year at least half of them are working yeah at least half of them are working that's that's at least half of them that's a half more working than last year exactly it's a big it's a big positive yes i mean um we can just ignore the other half at least we have half of them working thank you brandon and tarasha for joining us uh, and expressing your wonderful and insightful views It's been a lot of fun speaking to you guys. Thank you so much for having us on board. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it was honestly great talking to you guys and I loved hearing your point of views. Thanks for having us guys. Really appreciate it. And that brings us to the end of this teaser episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for more exciting episodes to come. Those that are not related to the school. I hope. Are they related to school? No. Well, stay tuned to find out. You've reached the end of another episode of the Dubai Gem podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it, hit like, subscribe and share the podcast to support us. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at dgpspodcasts so you never miss out on exciting updates.